Hey guys, what's going on? It's Clips Nation. <laughs> We're here. Uh, it's me, William, the Opinion Update. And I am Positive Chuck Mockler. And we are Locked On Clippers, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Yes, in case you haven't heard of it. Um, <laughs> We're coming at you five days a week with all the fresh Clippers content. It's a little bit of a desert out there right now. Yeah, not a whole lot going on. Post-All-Star break is a little bit weird until, I mean, there's just no games until Thursday, I don't think. I'm just so happy Shea was in the Rising Stars game, so we have something to talk about. Yeah, so we still got a heck of a show lined up oh, here. Don't, don't get thrown off by this desert. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna be your oasis. We're getting you through it. Yeah. Uh, we're the mirage of content that is the <laughs> desert of the NBA right No, we're now. the oasis. <laughs> um... So we're going to kick things off with a, just a little bit of a recap of the Rising Stars game, and then we'll get into kind of an all-star events and game recap, let you know about the winners of that. Yeah, uh, some we'll, good ideas we got in there, too. For we'll to probably just it. be, we might be riffing a little bit on that. <laughs> and then today is our freshies, so we'll wrap up with uh, a, kind of a rookie report. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for all that and more coming up now. Let's get into it. Uh Shay played great in the Rising Stars game. Really did. What really, was, really sound. What was the final sto- score of the Rising Stars game? Um, I know Team USA won. Yeah. Kuzma was the MVP with 31 points, which Definitely. I take offense to. My pick for MVP would have been Trey Young. 25 and 10. And 20, 7. 25 and 10 is really, really strong. Sorry, I didn't no have this score up. Uh, yeah, um, Trey Young had 25, 10, and 7. Kuzma probably won someone a pretty good chunk of chains, uh, given the odds and stuff like that. Um, Shea played well, though. Yes, Shea had a really strong outing. He played 20 full minutes. He played more Um, than any other reserve on Team World. Yeah. Six man of the game? Probably. Definitely. So the final (laughs) score on that ended up being uh, 155 to 124. USA? That's last year's. Oh. Is that basketball reference? Yeah. Yeah, they only have last year's. So I... There's a great article about basketball reference. It's run by like 11 people out of like a church basement. Uh-huh. So every time I get mad now, I'm just like, I got to give those guys a break. Yeah. It's like one dude. Definitely. Um, anyway, Shea went five of 10 from the field, three of seven from deep. Yeah. Which I was like, it was cool to see him just kind of ganking up uh, three pointers. Well, I mean, you're not, you're, you, shots aren't going to be heavily contested in this. No. Um, so that's definitely, that definitely helps, but it's still good to see him. You know, confident on that large of a stage. Yeah, he was taking it was funny. His peers. Uh, him um, and Luca had some good chemistry. Yeah, it made me want to see. Uh, this will never happen. I don't think it made me really want to see what a Luca Shea backcourt would look like because I think that would be a. I mean, obviously, it'd be a really good backcourt. Definitely, that, that was in my that like that was in my preview actually of the game. Was I was excited to see if they did share any minutes with what the two of those guys would look like together. I'm really just kind of interested in seeing like especially in these kind of events where there's really nothing at stake. Getting to see Shea paired against uh, just kind of different dynamic, which guys like meld together. Yeah, because I just wonder. I, I guess I just wonder long term fit if we're if we're looking for somebody at the two. Um, and maybe moving Patrick Beverly more to like the leader of that second unit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? What's better? Do you want a secondary playmaker? Do you want a guy who's like a, just a knockdown scorer and can cut and can? I you think know? that's what Shea needs because I mean he was he was so the thing that was awesome is that he was looking pass first this whole game. Yeah, which was really cool. Um, not that I didn't expect that, but I didn't expect him to be so like just eyes up immediately looking to facilitate for people. Definitely, which was cool. But yeah, I think for Shea next to him, I think you want a guy, yeah, who's a scorer. Because Shea can score, but he picks his spots. He's not yeah. tentative. He's just a little smart when it comes to that. You know what I mean? He shot 50% in this game, which is great. But yeah, I think you want a dude 
I mean, like a Shaman or something like that. Shaman is a really good natural fit. I guess the only thing I would want to add is somebody who has a bit more, like, can create a shot, like going to the rim and stuff. Is like Not a little just bit from more. The point. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit more um, athletic in that in that regard. For sure. Um, but you know, I don't know. That's just spitballing. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm crazy, you know. Um, yeah. So I think uh, I think Shea's second bucket was a corner three on a feed from Luka Doncic, and then like. Immediately after that, he hit Luca with like a sweet, like one of those insane cross court passes that like regular humans don't even know how you see. He sees the guy in the corner. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. Um, he tried to throw an oop. Shea tried to throw an oop at one point. I was watching the highlights, and he just he mistimed it, and it just looks like he hurls the ball at the backboard. Like like it hits like the thickest part of the backboard where there's like no basket, which is pretty dope. Um. I don't know. ESPN graded him a B for his performance. Nah, solid. I want to give him that. I think yeah. that's cool. Um, do we think... Oh, he had three steals. Oh, yeah, that's right. He had he, three steals on top of that uh, 15, 5, and 6. Is Shea an underrated ball hawk? Um, yes and no. I, I feel like in his scouting report, like his, his defense was you know not heavily touted, but like he was a strong defender. He could get steals. Yeah. He's got those long arms that are really mm-hmm. easy to kind of poke he away. He blocked an oop attempt in this game that led to like a super dope. He had like a sweet hockey assist where he had like an underhand pass that led to another oop for Team World. But yeah, his hand he he can tip passes really well. Definitely. Yeah. I think if he could, so he averages one point one a game right now. Good for sixtieth in the league. Mm, wow. Um, just as many as Steph Curry. So take that you know as you will. You know, just, I'm not saying, but I'm saying. <laughs> Um, I think if he really worked on it, he could find himself in the two range next year, which is the top of the league. Yeah. Paul George is number one with 2.2 steals right now. Oh, really? I thought Chris Paul was averaging three at one point. Oh, man. He might not qualify. I'm not sure. I just double checked right before this. Um, I mean, this was not recently. No, yeah. Uh, But I think Shea could vault himself into the two range next year. Definitely. I mean, that'd be dope. That'd be be significant. I also feel dumb because it seems like steals should be more it seems like averaging two steals to lead the league that doesn't seem high it seems like steals would maybe i don't know not easier because i feel like that's i'm discrediting how hard it is to get a steal i don't mean it like that yeah but you'd think more than two would be well especially uh, for paul jordan like a point guard you think would have the most steals a point guard for sure you would think would would have higher uh but i i mean i think a lot of that comes down to the type of player that you're guarding yeah you're going to get more steals if you're guarding somebody who dribbles more period yeah, like plain sure. and simple yeah. um so i i do think that that plays into it uh with guys who are you know taking threes and stuff more often um Oh yeah, like you're not stealing off like Redick. Yeah, or guys. Um, yeah, it's like a guy, a catch and shoot guy. Obviously, you're not going to really steal off of. And then um, guys who are like prominent drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, you generally tend to sag off those kind of guys. Yeah. Instead of like, because you, I mean, you don't expect them to shoot quite as much, or you're not as worried about it. Yeah. So once again, another situation where you're not going to get a whole lot of steals and like two steals per game. I That's mean, a lot, bro. You're still talking about like two percent of possessions. Yeah. Uh, That's maybe six points. Yeah, that like that you could be that that you're altering the game in a very significant way. Yeah, I think if Shea, you know, uses the opportunity of playing with Patrick Beverly and stuff like that, he could get really good at jumping passing lanes. Yeah, because that's what he was good at in this game was kind of getting in there and disrupting how people could see. Um, do we think? So the game happened on Saturday, mm-hmm. which we listened to this game on the radio. The announcers were not having a good time. 
It, no, it was a little dim. I, I believe Mark <laughs> Stein w- w- might have been one of them. Yeah. And I don't remember who was else. Was Jay Billis one of them? I, I cannot remember. Someone we were listening was, on AM 710. It was kind of at us. It was kind of curmudgeonly. It seemed like they were in kind of in bad, a bad mood. Yeah, like it was like, have a good time. You're at the Mountain Dew Cold Ice, Ice Young Buck Challenge, <laughs> 2K19, maybe. Um, so but the, the game was on Saturday. We don't play again until Friday. Is there any confidence or momentum that Shea can hold on to going into the game on Friday, six days after playing well in the Rising Stars thing? I I don't know. I, I guess I know. I'm hopeful. I guess I'm hopeful that like being on a bigger stage maybe gave him a little bit of confidence as for like what we're get, if we're gonna see any sort of difference. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it just kind of puts a little. I think the rest step. will be essential for him. I think that'll oh. be. I think yeah. that'll honestly be bigger than anything else. Like this is by far the most grueling season he's ever played. Yeah. In his, you know, in his relatively long basketball career. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that that is going to be the biggest difference. That's a good call. Gonna hope to see some more pep in the step. Yeah. On Friday for sure. Did you have any other notes about the uh, Rising Stars game? Oh, we, we were talking about how Jared Allen had a bad game. Oh yeah, I I think he went. Man, he had like two points, yeah, and five boards. No I one's think. really. I think that the game's not set up for someone like Jared Allen. No one's really trying to like put you on a poster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, no one's gonna be driving too hard to the rim. Uh, yeah, he finished with two five and two. I was right. Hey, so. not bad. Any blocks? Um, yeah, two blocks. Oh, sweet. Sorry, sorry. The the two five and two. It's two blocks, not two assists. Oh, so. okay. Um, sorry to my stat heads out there. Yeah, I know it was an okay game. Again, would have been better just three on three. I think, I mean, I feel like that's our takeaway is just make every single one of these events a three on three tournament. Yeah. And have, and do it like schoolyard style, like three point shots or who's on the team. Yeah. What if you did it? What if you just copied an exact episode of Pros versus Joes, but it was just rookies versus people who'd been in the Dude, league for that's a while? Tight. <laughs> We're going to go into some uh, interesting all star events we want after this break. Uh, but first, Guys, if you're listening to multiple Lockdown podcasts, which you should be, you absolutely should be, uh, you need to check out Lockdown Net on Twitter and Instagram. It aggregates all the feeds into one. It's great on Instagram stories. You get like a longer uh, news story and whatnot. Uh, great for breaking news. You know, there's some great content coming out from the Clippers, uh, Lockdown Clips Twitter right now. Constantly. We found a mind-blowing shoe design for the Kawhi Leonard shoe. Yeah. Um, again, that is Lockdown Net on Twitter and Instagram. All right, so the All Star Game and the events recap going down. What a what Woo. a night! Woo. Should we start with the skills competition? <laughs> Let's. <laughs> the most riveting. Uh, Jason Tatum won. He beat Trey Young. Trey Young was active in this weekend. Yeah, he was in a lot oh, of yeah. stuff. Um, so at the end of the skills competition, you have to make a three pointer, mm-hmm. and uh, Jason Tatum banked in a half court shot to win it. Wow. Yeah, dick move. Or are you okay with it? I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's awesome. Trey Young beat Luka Doncic by just because you know you have to you have to run down the length of the court. Trey Young beat Luka by just throwing the ball really far and out sprinting Luka until he got to the ball. <laughs> um. So we were talking about the skills competition. Would the skills competition be better if they had to do everyday person type stuff? I mean, I think it'd be more entertaining for sure. It'd be way better. So the things that I, the three ideas that I had were changing oil. Uh, that's a great one. Teaching a child to walk. If they have kids. That one seems like it'd take too long. I mean, hey, if you're, I mean, it might. <laughs> <laughs> or, I mean, if you're good. And then the third one I thought was correcting someone without seeming rude. Oh, that's good. <laughs> like, yeah, that that's that's a good one. That's a good skill. 
Um, it just feels like the skills comp is too like they have to like throw a pass and then dribble in an S and then make a shot and like make a layup. Like this is like I feel like it's like a skills competition for eighth graders. Yeah. It's not showing their true like the fine points of their skill. Definitely. Like Jokic hit, you have to hit like a chess pass. Jokic hit it, he just grabbed the ball with one hand and just overhand threw it in and went in, which was sweet. Like I want to see more stuff like fine-tuned stuff like that. Yeah, that's fair. Like a one, like that pass Shea hit with Donkic, where it's like throwing no look corner to corner. Well, I liked our idea. If you guys didn't listen on Friday, of like you're throwing, a, you're throwing an oop. Like yeah, you're trying to throw like a half court or full court oop to somebody. Yeah, I feel like that's a skill challenge. That's a skill challenge. Basic basketball skill is not a skill. <laughs> it's any. I would argue that any player in the NBA could win the skills comp on the right day. Yeah, like, yeah. They're taking half court shots for Christ's sake. Maybe not centers. Jokic almost did. I mean, but most centers. Yeah, most centers. Who would be the be- the funniest center to watch? Other than Boban, because we all know Boban <laughs> would be the funniest. But, like, who's that really big dude? Uh, there was a dude, uh, Singh, who used to play for the King. Or Bullar. Sammy Bullar. He was, like, 7'6", or something like that. He'd I mean, I'd love to see Zubats tear it up in there. Dude, Zubak. He was surprisingly missing from the... For some reason, I thought there'd be a more heavy Zubak presence. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> He actually had a pretty good all-star weekend, which we'll talk about in the next segment. Um, I did a deep dive on some guys' Instagrams. It felt weird doing it. Um, <laughs> dunk contest. Hamadou Diallo won. Um, he was the high point of the dunk contest. No pun intended. I thought the John Collins thing like that he was trying to do was pretty cool. It didn't end up <laughs> looking that sweet. No, he but Because <laughs> he like kicked the plane. Yeah, I guess he's generally like a two-foot jumper, and like he tried to go off one foot for that like uh, to make it harder or something, mm. and he like kind of kicked the, the he plane. He broke the plane. Uh, for those of you who didn't see. He had like a little history lesson. It was cool. Like, something kind of na- like... Something specific to like North Carolina, yeah. which was was pretty interesting. Yeah, he kicked the he kicked the shit out of that poor balsa wood plane and trying to dunk it. And he broke it. Yeah, if it had, wouldn't have broken, I think he would have gotten away higher. He score. had a replica, a small, I will say, a, not a full size replica model of like the of the and there was a man playing inside the it, right? Kitty Hawk. No, no. Oh, I thought there was someone sitting inside it. No, there was a, like a bunch of guys around the outside that were like supposed to be like the Tuskegee experiment dudes. Um, That's tight. But I they. He didn't jump over any of them. They were just kind of there. I think not the Tuskegee experiment, the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah. It was not the Tuskegee experiment, which is a much Airmen. darker, yeah. horrific chapter in U.S. history. <laughs> which, if you'd like to read more I about, did mean check the it Tuskegee, out. Yeah. I did mean the Tuskegee Airmen. Yeah, That's two, really my bad. Two very different vibes. Uh, if you want a quick flip-flop on Wiki- Wikipedia and vibes, <laughs> switch between those two tabs. Um, yeah, he also wasn't getting a lot of love from the crowd. Yeah. Like, he was trying to hype the crowd up, and they were just not into it. Yeah. Shouldn't, you can't break the plane, though. You can't break the thing you're trying to jump over. No. <laughs> That's a bad look. Should they... Um, but then, I, I, did you see, like, um, they were, like, talking about doing the dunk contest next year. Um, who was it? Um, Donovan Mitchell piped in, and who was it that started the tweet? Oh, you know what I don't like? Yeah. I don't like when people win the dunk contest and then don't do it the next year. Oh, you think that you should have to defend the... Yeah. Because um, I think then it's kind of... I mean, I get, I understand, you know, it's much more of a business now and players make a lot more money and stuff like that and you don't want to get hurt totally. doing a dunk contest. Oh, it was Giannis. So Giannis, yeah. uh, had, like, tweeted out, dunk contest next year, thinking about it, thumbs up or thumbs down, and then Donovan Mitchell was like, I'll do it if you do it. And I think, like, why weren't these guys doing it 
Anyway. I think, well, because Donovan Mitchell, he won. I know. Which is why it's so frustrating. I think it's the same thing. Like, everyone always wanted to see LeBron in the dunk contest. Yeah. And LeBron was like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, which makes a little bit more sense just because... I, still, I, I mean, he throws down dunks, but I guess I just don't really think of him he's as He's like a power dunker. He's yeah. not a creative dunker. Yeah. Which is, I think, maybe why also, some guys And don't also, do you know, like, for a good portion of his career, you know, he was weighing, like, 280 pounds, which I don't think is conducive to, like, trying High to practice and then do dunks. a bunch of dunks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I just, yeah, my thing is, like, just the defending champ should do it. Because then you can The defending champ should say, 100% do it. Like, Zach Levine doing it two years in a row, so tight. Yeah. Um, Aaron Gordon... Awesome, but yeah, like just winning it, and then and then commenting on it. I get not wanting to do it though, for sure. But if you've it's won just it, not like I'm it seems sorry. the most injury prone All Star Weekend thing. It seems like you could pretty easily injure yourself, and then like imagine the stadium. It's if, just like not that tight. Imagine the stadium if a guy came down from doing a mediocre dunk and just ripped his Achilles tendon. Oh yeah, like, think how horrible that would be. Oh yeah, and there's probably some horrible stuff in your contract too. It's like, oh, you got hurt technically during the All Star game, not during. I get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I bet there's some insurance stuff. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Diallo won with a sweet dunk over Shaq, which was pretty cool. It was. He it really was. got up. Uh, DSJ lost in the finals. Oh, I had this idea for the dunk contest. Should there be kind of categories or areas for each round? Like what do the, you mean? Like the first round, regular dunk. No oops. Just a one-footed or two-footed dunk. Okay. Second round, oops. Yeah. Third round, you know, like a prop or something, like dunk okay. over something. Yeah, and then the fourth round, you have to light a piece of clothing on fire and dunk. <laughs> I mean, everything <laughs> except for that fourth round sounds really good. I, I mean, I think if you standardized it in some way, I guess that would make it a little bit more exciting. Because I feel like right now there's like you just dunk. Because like the John Collins thing, like that seemed like it should have been a final round dunk, but he had to do it. Yeah. This was the issue when JaVel McGee got robbed in that one dunk contest. When he like dunked three balls at once and then dunked on two hoops at once, he had to like bring out different dunks that uh, he was going to do later yeah. or something like that. Dunk contest was fine this year. <laughs> it was all right. I don't know, man. You know what was even more exciting? The three-point contest. Your yeah. champion, Joe, Joe Harris. Harris. Is this the nerdiest all-star game event? <laughs> Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, why do refs have to be there to signal when the ball goes in? There's a ref who puts his arms up in the field goal thing. And I didn't notice. That's in, so funny. I though. don't get it. They don't need to be there. I think they should get passes from someone. Like in the home run derby, you have to have someone throw you the ball to hit the home run. It's not a machine. Oh, yeah. So I think it'd be cool in the Austin game if they had to get passes from somebody. That would be That would make it more interesting. And maybe instead of a time limit, it was like an amount of shots. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. They should also all be contested. Well, that's the argument, too, is that, like, like J.J. Redick would probably do better in the dunk contest in his prime if he was catching and shooting mm -hmm. instead of sitting there and taking the a three set point shot. In the three-point contest. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, instead of sitting there and taking a set shot, because a lot of those guys don't do that. Yeah. You catch and you fall out of bounds and, like, hit the four-point totally. play. How many, uh, how many baskets do you think you could make in the, the three-point contest? Uh, in a row? Total. Oh, I mean, okay. But <laughs> since you said in a row, you seem very confident. I don't know. How much time do I have? You got a minute. I don't know. Two? That's not bad. <laughs> I think I could get three. All right. Three with an ugly bank. <laughs> um, all right. The All-Star game itself. Team LeBron completed a scintillating 20-point comeback victory 
178 to 164. KD was the MVP with 31 points. Did you watch any of it? Nah, I watched some highlights. I watched a little. I think uh, Mike. Oh, I mean, like the biggest takeaway was like that uh, the Steph bounce pass to Giannis. Yeah, that was tight, dude. He was fourteen uh, feet up on that. That was really cool. But see, that's what the skills challenge should be: is stuff like that. Nailed it. Yeah, like goofy stuff. Yeah. What if they just had like a free? You have to ba- you have to do throw a bounce pass over the head of a defender that your like that your teammate can catch. Here's an idea. You know how in best trick in skateboard competitions they just have basically an hour session of guys just going around doing whatever tricks you know. Oh yeah. Then like whatever the best one the crowd decides with. What if there was like an hour, maybe not an hour, a certain time limit of just an open gym with like two guy a team of two guys uh-huh. of like best oop. What can you think of? Yeah, creatively on the spot for a dunk or something like that. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, maybe to. Yeah, that'd be a good time. Um. Anyway, uh, funny anecdote from the All Star game at halftime. Team LeBron was down 13 points, and LeBron asked Coach Mike Malone if he and his teammates could leave the locker room to see rapper J Cole perform a set at halftime. Mike Malone said, "If you go watch the concert, you have to promise to get your ass back in transition." <laughs> <laughs> They said, LeBron made my words known. Uh, they watched the concert, came out, and played great. I say Mike Malone's the real MVP of the All-Star game. Does Mike Malone win Coach of the Year this year? I think he does. Um, I, I think it's very deserved. With, I think Doc deserves it, but Mike Malone maybe more. I think Mike Malone maybe more because he has a team that's, uh, you know, been at the top, right there at the with the top dogs of the Western Conference, that's without true. really any true roster overhaul. Yeah. Like, they've had young guys outperform what they thought they would have. They drafted they've, the they've, bad back kid. They drafted the bad <laughs> back kid. Like, they've had growth from all of their players, but you still got to give Mike Malone a lot of credit, I feel like. 100%. I wouldn't be mad with that coach there. Except it would suck because he'd probably just get fired. <laughs> <laughs> um, any other stats? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a combined 168 three-pointers taken in this game. That's awesome. <laughs> For Shot at 37% clip. This is a new normal, guys. <laughs> Curry went 4 of 17 from 3. Not good. Yeah, he must have been off. That's how you lose a damn All-Star game. Yeah, that's fair. There was probably a lot of pressure. He was also like... He's like their only shooter. He was also probably just like hanging out with his high school buddies and stuff. Maybe knocking back a few. I don't know. I think they're cracking Sixers in the back of their dad's truck. I don't know. (laughs) Got a couple Sixers. (laughs) You with us? If you can name that movie, tweet it at us. Um, Anything else you want to talk about the All-Star game? Um, I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over, too. I'm glad they have the break, but there should be, like... The only thing I ever am excited about is the break. I'm like, oh, man, our guys are going to come back. Fresh. good. Feeling fresh. And thankfully, we get a longer break than most people because we don't play till Friday. Yeah. All right, guys, coming up after this, we got the Freshies. It's fresh. All right, so, Charles, you did some deep diving. Not that uh, deep. I went back some a couple of days. Yeah, we'll, so we'll call it some creeping. We'll call it some creeping. Uh, Charles did some Instagram creeping, kind of put together a nice little uh, status report <laughs> yeah, I on what hard. our rookies are doing uh, doing with their free time right now. I've worked harder on this than anything at work today. <laughs> Angel Delgado, pod fave. Pod fave. Shout out to Angel Delgado. Give him a follow. Great guy. Went to Harbor Heights in New York City, the YMCA, to talk to some youth. Oh, that's great. Over the break. That's awesome. The Harbor Heights YMCA said this. Mr. Delgado shared his story of moving to the U.S. as a teenager. If you don't know, he's from the Dominican Republic. Not knowing a word of English, and through a tremendous amount of work and determination, eventually made it to the Los Angeles Clippers. This is great. I love players who give back. Yeah. I love young players who don't necessarily get the spotlight who give back. Definitely. 
definitely. Um, Hopefully, he just gets to see more minutes so he can in like he can continue be interviewed be- on Dominican Republic Appreciation Night. Yeah, that blew my mind. Yeah, you want to get into what Trez did? We talked with Trez a little bit about this. Yeah, yeah. So um, he brought twelve kids to the Ry- Rising Stars game. Got to watch Shay. I'm sure they all got a great Shay jersey. Um, it's it's really cool that that like that our team is like pushing each other. Yeah, in terms of like support. Yeah, exactly. For sure. They're uh, yeah, they they you know they lift each other up <laughs> so they can stand you on raise me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> he also uh, played in an amateur game in North Carolina with Todd Gurley and and Tariq Cohen. Yeah. Seemed like he had a good weekend. He was also like getting together with some of his dudes from uh, Louisville. Louisville. Uh, I believe Reggie Bullock and some it, other of his friends. He was talking about a party that sounded really, really fun. It sounded really fun. Um, we did not oh, get an invite. Speaking of parties, was any were any of our guys you think at the Dwayne Wade farewell party? Do you think that was the most exclusive ticket? You know how like the Oscars, like the Vanity Fair, is, the most, e- is like yeah. the most exclusive after party you can get into. It's harder to Ooh. get into than the Oscars. Yeah. Um. Uh, do, do would you say that the Dwayne Wade party was that of this year's NBA All Star? Probably, or whatever party Lou Will threw. Oh yeah, I bet the Lou Will party was sick. <laughs> yeah, Lou Will, <laughs> hello, <party>. you, <laughs> Dwayne Wade, goodbye, <laughs> Lou <Yeah>. Will, hello. <laughs> Who do you think from the Clippers was at the D Wade party? Um, Everyone's like too young. <laughs> I was gonna like, say like, uh, yeah, I don't know, I, uh, Gallo. Did Gallo go? I don't know, bro. Gallo was probably just chilling on a villa. Cigars. Milos was probably there. Death. Milos was probably there and they thought he was a valet. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to Milos. Just compared to everyone at the D Wade party. Um I think the most uh I think the person who had the best All-Star was Zubak. That MF got engaged two days ago. Oh wow. Yeah, it shot on his Instagram. First of all, gonna be a great husband. Great planning. Great planning, how? You get you got the whole he's got the break. Oh, that's fair. You get engaged, you got a whole week to enjoy the post engagement. Plan the wedding? No, to just enjoy being together with I no see. basketball and stuff like that. Yeah. Um good for him. Can't wait to get the wedding invite. Oh yeah. Hope it's a good time. He should have been nice, no, shouldn't have been an all star. I was about to have a spicy take, but I didn't even believe it as <sighs> soon as it came out of my mouth. <laughs> he could have been a rising star though. Yeah. He is a rising star. I mean, I think the best. What if Zubak was at the D Wade party? What if he was like, babe, I know we're engaged? Okay. Got to do that. Got to peace out. Uh, Zubas would get the invite. I feel like. I think he would too. He's that Eastern European guy who everyone wants to hang out with. He's yeah. like that exchange student you get at school, who <laughs> like becomes just like the coolest guy. Who becomes the coolest guy who's always wearing all the denim because they don't have it over there. <laughs> uh, Sindarius had a, a night at a uh, North Carolina club, which seemed more fun than whatever I was doing, which was working at a bar. It does seem. Seem all right. Is he 21? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. He spent a couple years at college. He had a great, uh, great fade. Oh, if you get a chance, look at his Instagram. Great fade for the All Star Weekend. Nice. He also has a sick chain that says Sin City. Oh, I've seen. Yeah, (sighs) I saw. I saw in the locker room. Oh yeah, when we when we were in the locker room getting with press credentials. Yeah, that was a good time. (laughs) Shout out to all the listeners for making that possible. Anything? What else is going on in your mind with the freshies? We've got a couple minutes left. Um, It's President's Day. Most people aren't working right now. Man, I don't know. I I wonder. I just kind of wish Shay would have held a get together, you know. I think he's too young. No, no, no. But that's what I mean. Like, uh, like so, a young buck party. Yeah, uh, Jalen Brown did a thing. I, I believe it was his rookie year where he like hosted a. It was like a symposium. Like a, a party. It was like a party for all the people who weren't twenty one. 
Uh, but there was, I don't think there was drinking there, but it was just like for people to hang out. Sounds like there was drinking there. <laughs> Who did you know who went to the party? Give me more details on this party. Uh, but I just think that moves it was like a that, chips and soda party. Sorry. Yeah, I it was a chips and soda party. <laughs> but I think like stuff like that is kind of, kind of dope to, I don't know, just it's hang inclusive. out. Yeah. To hang out with the other young guys. Um, cause it's definitely different. How many bars do you think would look at Luca's or Shay's ID and be like, sorry, bro, not tonight. In North Carolina on All-Star Weekend. I don't know. Dude, that'd be so funny if you were that <laughs> bouncer. Luca Donchit. Nah, sorry, bro. You're 19, dog. <laughs> Sh- shy. Shy good. Nah, sh- nah, you're not drinking here. Get out of here, man. <laughs> Just go down to the Boys and Girls Club and play some foosball until your friends get down. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Is there a college there? In, In North Carolina? In Charlotte? I don't know. I don't know anything about North Carolina. I don't know if it's like a college town at all. I know that they have homophobic bathroom laws <laughs> they did that was a whole thing i recall <laughs> um i don't know that about wraps it up for us right yeah yeah uh, it's gonna be a little bit of a slow week but we're, we're gonna we're gonna keep going we're gonna find some stuff tomorrow what do we have for them uh tomorrow is tuesdays we got twitter tuesdays hell yeah bring us your questions tune in for the lime stream. should we just do i'm just spitballing right now yeah. live on the pod yeah should we just do a whole i mean we don't really have anything to recap tomorrow yeah should we just do a 30-minute hangout on the live stream? I think that's pretty much what it's going to be. All right, guys. Tomorrow, we're going to have a 30-minute hangout on the live stream. Get yeah. some questions ready. Uh, funny drawings. We like those. <laughs> Word games. Um, maybe send us a recipe and we'll make it on the live stream. <laughs> <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Yeah, whatever um, you guys want. Let, have, bring us your takes on All-Star Weekend, Look, too. We'll sign, we'll sign a blank piece of paper. You can write whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, guys, thank you for sticking with us on this President's Day. I've been positive Chuck Mockler. And I'm William, the opinion of Dyke. Thanks for tuning in, guys.